everybody, this is Jim Ford, and this is the Lantern Cast. Okay, so for this episode, Dan and I are not actually able to record together, so we're going to do something different where we kind of alternate talking and, you know, put it all together. Isn't that right, Dan? Yep. It'll be fun to see to what degree this fails. Great. So why not tell everybody what this episode is actually about? Alright, so if you've been to our forum, you've seen me lamenting the continued existence of the month of December. Um, long story short, I work in retail and it's almost Christmas, so my nights are just eaten up all over the place. And Jim just got married, so that's taken him off grid for a little while. And we've missed... Well, we knew there was going to be some delay, but it's been more than we would have liked. So, what we're doing here, we're we're going to be recording a new episode this coming weekend. Uh, hopefully it'll be out on Monday or Tuesday. I'm going to throw that out there just in case, so you have notice. But in the meantime, we're just going to put this out here. It's a quick little topic in keeping with the holiday season. What do we think are the top ten things you could get for a Green Lantern fan this holiday season? And, you know, we're going to be alternating back and forth. I think Jim's going to kick us off. And I might give you some ideas of either stuff to buy for someone or to ask for for yourself. Who knows? We're not picky. Go for it. Be a little orange. All right, let's throw it over to Jim. He can start us off with number 10. Okay, I'm going to start off the list with number 10. And the number 10 item that you can get a Green Lantern fan for Christmas as a last-minute idea would be the t-shirts, Green Lantern t-shirts. Graffiti Designs has got the license from DC Comics to make tons and tons of Green Lantern-based t-shirts. There's t-shirts for every color of the rainbow and different styles for each shirt. I myself have a black lantern symbol shirt as well as a blue lantern shirt and they're great they're they're really nice shirts you can get hoodies you can get shirts that actually have like uh, actual designs there's a shirt of blackest night number one that cover there's a shirt from the orange lantern storyline with hal as an orange lantern on the cover that's a pretty cool looking shirt there's, there's just a ton of different shirts. So if you have a Green Lantern fan in your life that you would like to get a present for and you know that they already have one shirt, then chances are you would be able to find another shirt that they would also like. All you need to know is their size. So you can go to graffitidesigns.com and they have a whole bunch of different shirts there. Uh, I'm also going to slip in another little thing here since it falls under the uh, idea of apparel. And I don't think that you can find this on the Graffiti Designs website, but if you if you do some searching, you can find that there are Green Lantern belt buckles out there. Green Lantern belt buckles are a nice, fairly subtle, fairly out there way of announcing that you're a Green Lantern fan. So a Green Lantern fan, I think, would definitely get a kick out of it. The belt buckles go with the, you know, the uh, style of belt where you can actually remove the belt buckle. 
not the ones you find in Target or Walmart. So you actually got to look for a belt. But those belt buckles are very nice. I myself do not have a belt buckle yet because I'm waiting for the perfect one. But uh, there's a few different designs out there, so uh, check them out. Alright, number nine. This is just cool. Like, Jim has one of these and I'm jealous. The DC Direct battery prop. Is it, It's exactly what it sounds like. DC Direct, the company that makes all the official, you know, looks like it does in the comics action figures, they made a life-size Green Lantern power battery. They've actually made several. They've got, like, your, you know, your Hal Jordan version, your Kyle Rayner, your Alan Scott, and the Alan Scott looks pretty cool. But for the Hal Jordan, which, frankly, let's, let's be honest, that's the one most people are going to go for, it's awesome. It's about, like, 10 inches tall. It costs, uh, this is the bad part, it costs $249, which... You know, I guess I guess would be a nice gauge to see how much your loved ones actually care about you. <laughs> but there's also there's an eight inch tall one that's only eighty nine dollars, which I haven't seen the smaller one. I certainly haven't seen them side by side. So unless it looks like really shrunk in the wash or something, that's a pretty big price gap for just like two inches shorter. So you know, I'd be happy. But it's just so like I've seen them in person in comic shops, the regular size ones. And it just, it looks so worth it. I can't tell you how many times I've I've gone into a comic store on a particularly light week when nothing I want came out and have just stared at one of these things, thinking to myself, I, you know, I, I don't drive, I don't have car expenses, I could probably justify dropping this much on, no, 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 I would have to keep it secret from everyone or they would kill me for wasting the money. And what's great, if you're like Jim, and you're big into action figures, and you have all these Green Lantern toys lying around, this could actually work as, like, a kind of centerpiece for your figure display, because, I mean, size-wise, this could be a central battery to your DC Direct Green Lantern figures. Actually, I wonder if he does that. I should ask him, because he has one of these things. Alright, uh, go, go, you go. Okay, and for number eight, I have the Blackest Night action figures from DC Direct. Now, DC Direct is actually doing four different series so far that we know about of action figures dedicated to Blackest Night. The first two series have already come out. The next two aren't coming out till next March or April or so. But of the ones that have come out from series one, there was a... Alpha Lantern of Boudica. There was Black Lantern Earth 2 Superman. There was the Blue Lantern Saint Walker and Red Lantern Atrocitus. Series 2, which just came out within the past month, was a Black Lantern Martian Manhunter, a Green Lantern John Stewart figure, Indigo 1 action figure, and Crib from the Sinestro Corps, action figures of all of them. Those figures are fantastic. They're very nice. I was able to pick up a Saint Walker and an Indigo One figure. They're very cool. I'm on the lookout for an Atrocitus now because I didn't get one and they sold out of my store. But if you have a Green Lantern fan that you need to buy for and they collect figures or have, you know, somewhat of an interest to start collecting figures, then, you know, 
these are great figures. It's a great place to start. Any one of them, they all look great. I'm not a huge crib fan, but that figure is like a really, really cool looking figure. So when uh, Series 3 and 4 come out, they're going to have the Black Lantern, Aquaman, a Green Lantern, Aresia, Orange Lantern, Larflees, who comes with a free little Glomulus, and the uh, Star Sapphire, Carol Ferris, in her, you know, actual Star Sapphire with a ring costume. Uh, Series 4 is going to have the Black Hand, a Black Lantern Firestorm, uh, Green Lantern Kyle Rayner, and a Wonder Woman that they have yet to show, but I guess all I, all ideas are, uh, oh, I guess I won't spoil that. Okay, I'll keep that one under wraps. So, yes, we don't know what the Wonder Woman figure is actually going to be yet. So, uh, yeah, but Series 1 and 2 are out, so that's that's a great gift idea. All right, number seven. Uh, this, all right, I'll admit up front, this is only kind of tangentially lantern-related because, I mean, we're, we're reading Blackest Night, and Blackest Night is about zombies, basically, and there's one comic out there that does zombies better than any other, and that's The Walking Dead from Image. And if you've been listening to podcasts for any length of time, you've, you're bound to have heard someone mention this book and how awesome it is, and... It's like it, it's all the type is right. I jumped in for the first volume just to check it out, just to see if it could possibly be as good as people say. I immediately then got the next nine in one shot. By now, it's come up on the show that I read comics slowly. You know, I take like a half an hour for an issue and whatever. I sat down the other day and I plowed through the two most recent trades in a little over two hours. Alright, that's that that does not happen with me. And it wasn't one of those like, oh, I got gypped because I finished the book so quickly. No, it I finished it because I was just so into it. I loved it. I cannot recommend it enough. Like, seriously, I got volumes one through eight about a year ago. And I read them one trade per night. And I, I made a conscious decision right then and there. I'm going to stockpile some of these now because, you know, I'm caught up. As soon as the new one comes out, I'm going to read it in one sitting and then immediately want the next one, which I can't get for six months. I didn't want that to happen. So I lasted for a year and I had to do it. I had to dive in and then boom, done. Now I have to wait for volume 11. It's torture. <laughs> and, you know, you might be asking, why don't you just get the single issues? I cannot imagine breaking up this story month to month. It reads so... I mean, if you're if you're reading Walking Dead in monthly issue form and it's working for you, more power to you. I could never do it. It would be torturous waiting because, like, this, this book, beyond all else, takes advantage of that page-turn reveal and that cliffhanger. Like, I, I guess I should say I haven't even really described... Walking Dead is basically a... You, it would be fair to call it one big character study of what would happen to day-to-day human society, human interaction, everyday life, if we were forced to live in a zombie apocalypse world where, you know, you don't know how many living humans there even are, you don't know how many zombies there are, all you're sure of 
is that there are more zombies than humans, and you're cut off from everyone. No technology works. You know, like you're constantly trying to find more supplies, food, shelter, other people, and it's just it's it's not the kind of story where it's about trying to kill all the zombies or cure the zombie outbreak or figure out what caused the zombie outbreak. Really, the zombies in The Walking Dead have almost exactly one function, and that is to establish the world that these people are forced to live in. And from there, you just go, and you follow them. And it's one of those where if you're all about plot, you won't like this, because it's the plot. it does not matter. Plot does not matter. This is all about character. And if you can get into that, you're going to love this thing. It's black and white. It makes just such good use of of mood and tone it's it's i i mean granted i can absolutely understand this not being everybody's thing but if it speaks to you at all you are going to be along for the ride for the long haul and robert kirkman who writes it has flat out said you know he could keep writing this thing forever i think after we're done here i'm gonna post a thread on the forum about this series i just it's just so awesome um, as for how to get your hands on it, there are a bunch of different options. You could get it in single issues through Image Comics and whatever. You go the route I am, which is you could get the trade. I should throw out there that I get all my collected editions through InStockTrades.com because they have really good discounts and I found them to be like really reliable. Um, so I get the trades. That's you know if you if you get them in a store, there'll be twelve to fourteen bucks. Through in-stock trades, it's down to eight or nine, and that's six issues. So it's your standard trade paperback. Or you could go the hardcover route. That's thirty bucks in store, eighteen through in-stock trades. That's twelve issues each. You could get the omnibus, it, which is a hundred bucks, sixty through in-stock trades, and that's twenty-four issues. Or, and this one's insane. They just did this recently. You get the the first compendium, which is sixty dollars. It's just under forty dollars on in stock trades, and it's the first forty eight issues in one volume. This is crazy. There's so many different ways that you could be reading this series. There's no excuse not to try it. Just seriously, it's you'll thank yourself for letting yourself do this. And if you hate it, you can blame it on the Lantern Cast. Preferably Jim. Speaking of Jim, let's see what he's got. Okay, for number six, we have the Justice League of America Trophy Room prop, the Green Lantern Rings prop replica. Now, this thing is beautiful. This is a almost like a little statue kind of thing. It's got the rings that were given away through the you know Blackest Night promotions. Although this time they're not one size fits all and they are all made of metal. So all these metal rings, they have a base, which, you know, it has their color and what their emotion is underneath in the base. The base lights up. There's a glass dome over the actual rings. The glass dome is removable. The rings are removable, but the, uh, the rings are supposedly not meant to be worn which they've said in the past, but that just basically means that you can wear them, but the paint may chip, and then it's not going to look as good. 
So, you know, if you're just going to wear it for, you know, a casual little, you know, once every once in a while, that's not a bad idea. But, uh, I mean, like, as a prop replica, this thing is just absolutely beautiful. This thing goes for $250. So, it's kind of pricey. It actually goes on sale, well, December 16th. So, when everybody hears this, this thing will already have been gone on sale. You can probably find it for a little bit cheaper if you shop around. But, you know, it's a very pricey thing. So, you know, if you're looking for one big thing to get a Green Lantern fan then the Green Lantern Rings prop replica from the Justice League of America Trophy Room, also from DC Direct, is a great gift. Alright, number five. The Golden Age Green Lantern Archive Editions. These, you've probably seen these at your comic shop. They're these really nice hardcover, kind of thick volumes that reprint classic material. They have them for they have they have they have them for pretty much any old Golden Age Silver Age DC property you can name. They do Superman, Batman, Doom Patrol, Metal Men, JSA, Titans, Superboy, Legion, all of them. And they've also got them for both you know the Silver Age Green Lantern Hal Jordan and the Golden Age Green Lantern Alan Scott. The reason that I am recommending the Golden Age archive specifically is because. This past year, I guess between it being Hal Jordan's 50th birthday anniversary dealy and Hal Jordan being more of a centerpiece of the DC Universe than he's ever been before and the fact that there's a Hal Jordan-centric movie in the works, DC decide, you know what, we're going to reprint that material again in softcover trade in the uh, Green Lantern Chronicles, which is, you know, every Hal Jordan story in chronological order, in a series of trades. If you listen back a ways, we actually did an episode all about Hal's first issue ever, and I was reading out of that Green Lantern Chronicles Volume 1, which, you know, those those should have made the list too, because they're really good reproductions. They're in full color, they're cheap, they're good to get. And that's, honestly, that's the reason why I decided to go with the Golden Age ones, the Alan Scott stories, because... As far as I can tell, those early original Alan Scott Green Lantern adventures have never been reprinted anywhere else. There's no soft cover trade out there, there's no no special hardcover, there's no nothing. And that's just so dumb. Like I really wish something big would happen with Alan in the present day comics that would spark DC's interest in reprinting his original material because I don't know, it's, it's it's just, you know, Green Lantern is one of those DC properties that has so heavily become about legacy, and this is where it all started. These are the first Green Lantern stories, period, and it seems so dumb that they're only collecting this one single format that, frankly, will keep people from reading it. Because, I mean, all right, you have to be a dedicated Green Lantern fan to shell out the 50 bucks per volume of this thing. I think there's, like, three, maybe four. I think three, though. And, you know, there's no guarantee that that a random comic fan is going to be able to swing that. You know, who knows how many people out there would love these stories if they tried them. But, you know what, they're not that big into Green Lantern, and it's a $50 price tag, so why bother? So... Until DC gets the hint and reprints Alan Scott's 
earliest stories in a cheaper format, you're going to have to go with this. And I should mention, and this is the really sucky part, I have yet to find anywhere that sells it at a discount. In Stock Trades doesn't have it. I actually don't know if the DC Archive editions are out of print or not. But And every now and then I'll check on a bunch of different assorted comic sites and I I never see it discounted anywhere near significantly enough to mention. So if you can find it cheaper, then by all means go for it and spread the word to your fellow fans of where they could get it for less than half a hundred dollars. Uh, but yeah, Golden Age Green Lantern Archive Edition. Now for number four on the list, I'm going to go with something that's a little more... I guess, uh, esoteric in that it's not by one specific manufacturer. But if you're looking to get a Green Lantern fan a really nice, like, unique and fun gift, and I don't even know if this is exactly, you know, something that you could even do last minute. You'd have to find somebody who, you know, worked really quick. But the the best thing to get is, like, a really cool Green Lantern commission. You can find artists all over the internet that are willing to do commissions. They, you know, they all have portfolios online so you can see some of their work and, you know, get an idea of if you think you're going to like the final outcome of what they, you know, draw for you. And, you know, you you pay them money and they draw a drawing for you. Like I said, it's completely one of a kind. There are, you know, tons and tons of comic book fans that have sketch collections. And I know from personal experience that, you know, the first sketch that you get is, you know, it's definitely something special. So even if somebody doesn't have a sketch collection, then if you go out and, you know, can find somebody, you know, that can do a nice Green Lantern drawing and you get like a character, a Green Lantern character that your Green Lantern fan really likes, then it's just, it's going to be like a really, really special gift. And commissions like that can, you know, the, the price will vary wildly. Like, you can probably find something as cheap as $5. You can spend as much as, you know, hundreds of dollars. If you go for like a really big name, expect to spend a lot of money. But there are a lot of people breaking into the business who will charge much, much less. They'll have very affordable prices. So you can definitely, you know, get a, a nice, nice sketch for for somebody and not spend too much money. But that's a really special gift. It's something that they're always going to remember. They're going to hold on to it. And uh, there you go. Commissions. That's number four. All right. Number three. The Green Lantern First Flight DVD, or Blu-ray, if you've made that life choice. Yeah, I mean, what can you say about this? This was just a fun movie. It's it's animated, it's voiced by Detective Stabler from SVU. It's, it incorporates a kind of hodgepodge of Green Lantern history and continuity, like You'll be able to look at crowd shots and pick out characters from the current Green Lantern core series. You'll be able to see 
Sinestro in his Sinestro Corps uniform, yet at the same time it's blatantly Hal Jordan's origin, which is kind of in present day, but not really, they're, they're kind of vague on that. It's it's just like a it's just a nice high flying outer space sci fi adventure, which you know if you think too hard about the continuity, it won't really gel terrifically. But you know it's not about that. It's just, this is just about being able to sit down, pop something into your movie playing machine, and just have some nice Green Lantern stuff happen. And I've I've watched my copy. I don't know, it's probably like four or five times now, and I can tell you right now, coming 2010, once Blackest Night is over and we actually have free time again, Jim and I are going to be doing a full commentary for this thing, so you can watch out for that. It's nice, it's a nice thing. I, I, the, there's one thing, though, one little, uh, little warning I would hang on this, one little caveat here. It might not be the best to let your kids watch if you have young children that are, you know, they're old enough to start to get things or whatever, because I won't spoil anything, there are two instances in here of some pretty brutal gore that, you know, it it, it seems kind of out of place, like they just kind of wanted to push the envelope because they're direct-to-DVD and they can do that, but, you know, it's it's not enough to ruin the, the viewing experience, but still... It would be kind of like, oh crap, uh, 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 go go in the other room and play little Jimmy. So, yes. Okay, now for my last entry on this list, my what I would do, number two on the list would be the Lantern Cast first official sponsor, ArobaSilver.com. Now, okay, you're thinking, well, they're your sponsors, so obviously you're going to say nice things. But we, we're we not just saying nice things about this company because they actually do have some really, really high-quality stuff. If you go to arobasilver.com, they have a section called Superhero Rings. And if you click on that, there's actually two different Green Lantern sections. They have Green Lantern Rings and Earth Green Lantern Rings. Now... We'll go for the Green Lantern rings first. The Green Lantern rings, there's like so many different styles. There's the Hal Jordan style and the Kyle Rayner Rayner style. And like different variations on each of them. You really have to see them. There's, There's quite a few. They even have a really, really nice Alan Scott Green Lantern ring. And all of these rings are made like out of sterling silver. So... It's it's a really, really nice ring. And these things are not expensive. You know, you're looking at around $60 a piece for a Green Lantern ring. And most of them have, like, some sort of green enamel, or they, you know, have just the pure silver, if that's what you prefer. But either way, like, they have really, really nice Green Lantern rings. Now, the other option that they had, which is Earth Green Lantern rings, is pretty neat. This... There are four different rings, one for Hal Jordan, one for Kyle Rayner, one for Guy Gardner, and one for Jon Stewart. And each design on the ring is, you know, appropriate to that that character. Hal Jordan has the traditional Green Lantern symbol, as does Guy Gardner. But Kyle Rayner and Jon Stewart each have, like, their 
iconic symbols. And what's so cool about these rings is that it's almost like a high school ring kind of look in that, you know, on the side it has sector 2814 and on the other side it's got Earth's Green Lanterns. It's got right on the front the icon and above it it says Green Lantern and below it it says, you know, the name of that Green Lantern. So for one in particular, it's Hal Jordan. Now, this is a great ring. It's $60. Beautiful. It's very, very unique. You're not going to find this anywhere else. But what makes it even more special is that this site, arobasilver.com, also allows you to put your own name in instead of Hal Jordan. So you can be a Green Lantern of Earth. Now, I mean, how cool is that? Who's offering that? And the other thing is, these rings are all actually officially licensed. So, you know, you go to some sites and, you know, they're all fan projects and whatnot. This is a site that actually got the license. DC saw the products that they were churning out and said, okay, well, that's quality enough. We'll actually, you know, do a deal with you guys. So, I mean, they are, they are the Lantern Cast sponsor, but... I mean, more than that, they have some really great Green Lantern rings. So, and not not only Green Lantern rings, they have other rings like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Justice League rings, and a whole bunch of other, you know, really, really cool designs in, in rings and other jewelry. They're, they're a great silver company, and, you know, you should definitely check them out. And let them know that the Lantern Cast sent you so that we actually can, uh, you know, let them know that people are checking out their site because of us. So that's number two, Aroba Silver. Check out their rings. They are absolutely fantastic. All right, number one. It's all on me now, isn't it? Okay. I'll be honest, I couldn't think of an actual practical number one, so let's just get silly. There are certain gifts that you associate with Christmas are just kind of stereotypical like like you see the bike that has a big bow on it or it's wrapped up in paper but it's blatantly a bike because it's shaped like one or or you know the the big box that really has a smaller box in it and it has like a gift card in it or something another another such gift that you always see in like holiday specials and all that crap is the holiday pet this is when Someone's rifling through presents under the tree, and they see a box that's moving, and they're like, <gasps> and they open the lid, and a cute little puppy pops his head out and licks your face, and it's all like, oh, it's adorable. Well, you know, there's there's animals in Green Lantern. You can have a lantern-inspired pet. You know, you can you can uh, pull a Nort and have a dog, or you can get your own rage kitty that. If your cat's not vomiting blood or that's made of fire, don't worry, you'll, you'll, I'm sure it'll hack up something. Squirrels are everywhere, so are raccoons. You can just, you just like, open your window and just wait. You know, maybe put some toast or something, some, some pie. Now, don't waste the pie. Pie's good. Eat the pie. Put some, put some, like, pizza crusts or something out there. That'll, tr- that'll attract them. Um, or, you know, if you really love your children or your elderly grandparents, I don't know. You go the Blue Lantern route and get them an elephant. Because, I mean, if there's one thing we've learned from The Simpsons, it's that having an elephant for a pet has no negative repercussions. None. None. Get an elephant. Do it. 
I'll wait. Okay, then. Okay, Dan. And I think that's pretty much a wrap. You want to do the rundown for the end of the show? Okay. So you can... Oh, God. You can contact us at lanterncast at gmail.com. You can email us individually at dan, jim, or jason at lanterncast.com. You can well, you can go to lanterncast.com. That's our website. Look through all of our crap. You can find us on our forum at thecomicforums.com. Scroll on down to L for Lanterncast. It's like the alphabet. I knew that would come in handy one day. Um, we're on Facebook under Lanterncast. We're on iTunes. And yeah, I, th- I think that's it. I always feel like we have more stuff. I think that's all of it. Um, yeah, so, hopefully we gave you some ideas, either of stuff to, to get for your friends, or to feed your inner Larflees. Okay, folks, we'll be back next week with a more full show, because, like we said, this was just something that we put together to fill the void, so to speak, so... Talk to you all next week. Night, everybody. Why'd I ever have to say words of shame? Words I should never say again. Why'd you ever have to read between the lines? Creating stories that should have been all left behind Why'd you ever have to hear my voice?